Hard Rock and Ready Pop on Blog Talk Radio. Here we go. This is Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm your host here on Music Friday Live. Capital of America, it's Music Friday Live, brought to you by World Arts, a global stage for artists, fans, and the music industry, and by MySanFelipeVacation.com for the time of your life on the Sea of Cortez. This is Patrick O'Heffernan. I am your host here at Music Friday Live. Don't forget, this is your show. Our guests are here to talk with you, so call in 347-215-7511 or email us. You can email us today at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. You can email us every day at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And, of course, if you're listening to us on a podcast or if you're listening to us on one of our East Coast stations tonight or in London, you can still email questions for our guests. We will forward your questions to them so they can reply directly to you. That's right, directly to you. And that way, you can still be part of Music Friday Live. Well, we have a special surprise guest with us. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Patrick. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. This is Amanda Campbell. She, uh, I know her from the band The Strands, but I understand that you've got a solo song out now. Is that right, Amanda? Yeah, it's actually a song I wrote a long time ago. It's actually the first song that I wrote and recorded, and I never did anything with it, and a couple of people have been hearing it. We play it with the strands. We do it a lot. In fact, I think you've heard us do it. And I just thought, you know what? I need to release that. So I did after all these years. Well, after all these years, I still remember it, and in fact, I've got it here in the jukebox, so I'm going to play a little bit of it for our listeners. Great. I would recognize that smooth sound anywhere. So where do people get the new song? It's on iTunes, and it's on CD Baby. And you can also listen to it on SoundCloud. It's soundcloud.com forward slash British Soul Singer. Okay, and you're still singing with the band. This is a parallel Oh, process. very much so. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's just Susan, our keyboard player, uh, who you know well, um, has been on the East Coast for about a year now and um, doesn't look like she's going to get back for a couple of months. So I've just been getting all my ducks in order and putting the stuff that I've worked on over the okay. years out there, which I've never done. Well, I'm glad you are because it sounds really good. In fact, um, can you come back next week and we can talk a little bit about this whole process and also play some more of your songs? I would love to. Okay. We will have you back on the show next week for a full interview and also uh, play uh, a full range of your music. But in the meantime, real quick, do you have any gigs coming up? No, no gigs coming up, uh, probably not until July or August, and I'll be sure to let you. It'll be the first person I let know about that. Okay, and I'm looking forward to it. All right, we'll, we'll talk to you next week. Right now, we have to take a break and welcome in our affiliates. And when we come back, Dwayne D.T. Jones, founder of the hard rock band Swirl, is going to join us. Don't go away. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. You know, hard rock often gets a bad rap, uh, even if you'll pardon the pun there. Uh, 
distorted guitars, pounding drums, campy visuals, sometimes they can distract people from the reason that hard rock is so popular. It has important things to say. Great hard rock bands know how to marshal words and notes and rhythms and technology and vocals to deliver a message um, in clear, unmistakable lyrics and notes, and that it, it's a unique art form. Swirl is such a band. Their message is clear. Choose your path. Stand up for it. Don't let negative voices deter you. Their music is powerful. Hooks that just don't let you go. Achingly crisp guitar licks. Percussion so sophisticated, it actually sounds simple. And they have an unerring sense of how it all comes together. Now, their journey has been a long and winding road, and it's gone through Los Angeles, Japan, the United States, various recording studios, film scores, support gigs for the top of the pile of hard rock rockers like, uh, like Rat, um, and now the release of their new album, Swirl. I think that they are headed for the top of the hard rock pile themselves. And with us today is the band's founder, D.T. Dwayne Jones. Welcome, D.T. Wow! After an introduction like that, I'm almost, uh, I'm almost, I don't know, I'm almost speechless. Almost, but it's a radio interview, so I will talk. <laughs> we better not be speechless. <laughs> we'll have a problem if that's the case, right? Well, you know what we'll just need to do is just play your music and not talk at all. You know that that. Well, you know what? As, it, as Aerosmith says, let the music do the talking, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Only well, in in your case, um, the lyrics do too. Now, I because I've been listening to your music all week. I, I love the sophistication of your arrangement and, of course, your musical chops. And, and I want to get into the lyrics a bit because in many ways, your lyrics are at the heart of the music. But first, before we go anywhere else, how did this band get together and why hard rock? Um, well, let's see. How'd the band get together? Uh, the easiest way is start with the drummer, who, um, after years and years of, of walking around the house, I finally turned to my mom and I said, well, who is this person? And she said, well, that's your brother. So <laughs> there you go. My brother is the drummer. <laughs> so for us, that was the easiest part of getting together. Um, then we had a, a bass player and a singer in a previous incarnation of the band out in the Northwest. Then after some tragedy on the family side, we uh, moved to Southern California. I actually moved to Southern California to join up with my brother. And then of all people, Claude Snell, um, who the rock, hard rock world will know from Dio. Yes. Um, yeah. He was working with some guys and said, hey, they just lost their guitar player. Um, I'm thinking about going in the studio with them. Why don't you see about working with them? And this was kind of the start of me coming out of my funk. Um, real, real briefly, the, the tragedy was that our father passed away, and it oh. really kind of affected me. So I, I kind of shut things down in, in all areas of life, including musical pursuits for a little while. Um, and, and through the help of Claude and, and a few other people, he was like, look, man, let's get back out there and, you know, and, and start making music. And so he said, hey, why don't you look at, at playing guitar with these guys to go into the studio and I started, I was reluctant at first, but then I started doing it. And, you know, I, I really liked the singer and it turned into, well, why don't we do some shows? And I was like, at that point, I was like, I didn't sign up for shows, so, <laughs> but, uh, but we did a couple and um, some friends of mine came out and they were like, you know, he would sound really good singing swirl stuff. And so yeah, I, I basically, the studio session with Claude never happened, but we, I, I stole the singer and bass player from that band <laughs> and put him in Swirl, and there you have it. So that's there how we, uh, that's how we came together. <laughs> All right, okay, that's a good story, but particularly the uh, discovering your brother part. Um, yeah. <laughs> now you, you did a lot of touring. Uh, you went in the studio in 2008 and produced your first album. But it wasn't until 2011 that you kind of reemerged with sort of a makeover. What was going on between 2008 and 2011? A lot of touring. A lot of touring. Um, okay. That was when we got started with Al and Shane. Um, and, you, you know, I, I, look, here's, here's my thing. Because I've had people ask, so, you know, how do you guys do this? Because, you know, I mean, we've been together since 2008. And when I say we've been together, I mean, it has been the four of us. There's been no no band member changes. So and that, that's, a, that's remarkable. Much, 
Well, yeah. I mean, it, to be honest with you, it, it kind of is. Um, you know, I mean, as I'm often fond of saying, we're still very much in love with the idea of working with each other. It's I, it's a good chemistry. I have the right people. You know, I mean, I, I, I completely go to bat for these guys, and they go to bat for me. And, you know, when you're doing the independent band thing, I mean, we're, we're, t- we're not signed. You know, it's easy to to get frustrated and, and kind of want to move on and this, that, and the other. And no, we have stuck to our guns and, and, and been a force as a team. So, but part of how that come to how that, how that came together was the first thing we did when we got together was go on tour. And that was like, I think we did 50,000 miles traveling the U S opening for anybody and everybody. I mean, you had mentioned rat. We opened for them in extreme, um, bullet boys, uh, George Lynch project. You know, we were, we were, the project was called souls of we, you know, we did a show with Cinderella. Um, you know, we were, we were just, if you had room on a stage, if there was electricity and interest, we were all about doing it. <laughs> so but what we found out was, we like each other and that's kind of the important thing, you know, because if you're going to do this, you're going to be around each other a lot. So yep. you, you know, you, you better like the people in your band or you're, you're going to have some problems. Well, then, the result you know, you get to work on music, some really good music. And I want to play a little bit of that really good music. This is a uh, rise up. Great. Thank you. You got your boots, you got your suits, the attitude, and from the outside, all the right moves. House on the hill, another shot, another pill, do whatever it takes, just make it through the day. Handcuffed in gold, you've been brought, you, you've been bought, you've been sold. Can't complain for the money you, say, you slave. You know, if you read those lines, and of course the chorus, um, rise up to the top, we ain't going to stop until the wheels fall off. The lines are just poetry themselves. I mean, they're, they're a melody. Where did you learn to write like that? I will give all of that credit to Alfred Ramirez. That is him. That is the genius of Alfred. Um, okay. I, that, and one of the, I love working with him um, for that very reason. I mean, he puts phrases together like that. And I, I, I'm in the same boat as you. I go, where in the world did you come up with that? But then wow. I don't question it because I'm just so busy, happy, you know, being happy that we're in the same band. So I go, okay, great. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, we've talked and I know, you know, he, he's one of those guys that he's, he's very much about writing things that people can relate to, um, you know, and taking his own struggles with things that are going on um, and creating lines like that, that just kind of tell, they paint a very nice picture. You know, they're very descriptive. They tell a story. They're unique in in the way that, you know, his his words and his phrases go, and yeah. it just works, you know. It really I does. Mean, I, he, he's a poet. He really is. We're talking is, with uh, we're talking with DT, the founder of the band Swirl, about their new songs and scoring the movie Ditch Day, which we're going to talk about in a minute. You can talk with them too. You can call in three four seven two one five seventy five eleven, or you can email us. And we're getting emails already. Everybody knows the email address, but it's musicfridaylive at gmail dot com. Let's talk, let's take a couple of emails here. Um, That's perfect. Oh. Sicily in New York City. Have you played here in New York City? We've got a great hard rock scene, particularly the Mercury Lounge. We have played in New York City. We did uh, we did a show in Times Square with Rat and Extreme, um, and we've done uh, New York a few times with either the Bullet Boys or I think we did one run with L.A. Guns, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, we've been to New York. We will be 
looking to tour very soon. Now that uh, you know, we just played Rise Up. Rise Up, the video for Rise Up debuts on Monday. It actually Yay. debuts as a yeah. We're we're excited about that. I mean, it's been a great. It's been it's been a great time for the band, a great spring since the release of the Ditch Day film in North America, to you know the movie's finally the movie's out. So now let's go ahead and shoot a video. Let's get the PR going. So the band's had a, a tremendous amount of success. We've had like eight music reviews in March. We've got another eight or nine that I think are coming in. Uh, you know throughout the spring, it's there's a lot of focus okay. on us right now. So then All we right. get the tour. <laughs> then, so Cicely should should uh, watch your website uh, and your your tour dates will come up. And if you're in New York, uh, they'll be there. So quickly, what is your website? Oh yeah, um, by all means, check out the website. It is swirltheband.com. S W I R L T H E B A N D dot com. Okay. All right. Now you know this this album uh, is just full of irre- irresistible hooks. Even though some of the the, the songs that we're playing today were actually uh, done for a movie, let's talk just a little bit about the movie. Uh, you you scored a number of songs uh, for the film Ditch Day, which is being released uh, very soon, right? Well, actually. It's out now. It's out now it's on out. Amazon Prime here in North America. Um, it's also been released in Germany, Brazil, Korea, and the UK. So there's other territories that it's going to come out in. Um, you can go to thefilmditch.com, and that's where you can kind of get all the updates on what's going on with the film and where it's released. And I think there's even a link there that will take you to the Amazon site to watch the film. Okay. Well, and I understand you like it's to... free for Amazon Prime members, so there you right. go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of which I'm one. Did you write uh, the songs for specific scenes or did the music supervisor adapt your music to the movie? Well, you know, the way that worked out is my brother was playing with another project um, who the the writer of Ditch Day, his wife was in that project. We were in the studio creating the songs for the Swirl album, and then he just took the demo over and played it for for the wife, and then the wife played them to to the husband. And next thing we know, they're like, you know what, this music would be perfect for our film. Let's do it. So in actuality, we didn't write for the movie. It just worked out that what we wrote, they loved. All the credit goes to to the writer and producer Megan Waters of uh, Producer of Ditch Day and her Water Tree Media Company because they just said, "Hey, we'll take your songs. We'd love to take your songs and put them in the film." Being the the right people with the right music in the right place at the right time. Well, as I said, exactly. your, the new album that you were recording that wound up partially in Ditch Day uh, is full of irresistible hooks, and the the song "Spell" is a really good example. So I'm going to play a little bit of, of "Spell." change coming over me i was blind now i see i won't waste another minute on you and me um that's a hook that that's a really good hook uh did you plan that did you know that was going to stick in people's ears um i don't believe so but i mean look it's it's the classic love gone wrong story but as told by by Alfred in, in the way that he creates it, you know, so the guy just kind of naturally writes those hooks. I mean, as uh-huh. you said, you know, and I thank you for noticing, I mean, there's, there's hooks all over the music, whether it be musical or, or 
you know, lyrically. Okay, so there's yeah. there's things there. So that you know, can we can really sink your teeth into and remember that's that's him. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, there's, there's another couple of lines in there too. Uh, Felt so alive, like a child. You had me running wild with my Christmas smile. Boy, I know what that. You know, you just feel that one. You played your role so well. Everybody could tell, except for me. Girl, I was under your spell. I won't waste another minute on you and me. Now it's your turn to bleed. Ooh, ooh. Okay, so that's a heartbreak yeah. breakup song. No, so, no so social commentary intended. Spell was used in the film. Uh, do, yes. you, do you recall how the director uh, used that film, that, that song? Yeah, very vividly, I recall, because I remember being at the screening party and we were, you know, I, first of all, it's a horror film, you know, it's in the horror genre and slasher, slasher type horror film. Yeah. yeah. Um, and which three quarters of the band all watch horror films. I am the one quarter of the band that doesn't. So, <laughs> you know, I, I finally got into horror films when our music was in it. I'm like, OK, cool. So I'm sitting there at the screening and to be perfectly honest with you, I missed it. You know, I'm 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 sitting next to the bass player, and the four of us are watching the film, and it's like a big screen, and a, you know, real it's a in a house with a yeah. movie theater set up in the house, and yeah. you know, uh, one of the people next to us was like, I'm tapping along, you know, and I'm like, okay, because there's a party scene, and the the bass line kicks in, and you know, the the people in the movie are all in the kitchen, they start drinking, and I'm like, oh, I'm just kind of watching the film. And then I look over and my bass player's like, Shane's like, you do know this is us right now, right? And I, I, I oh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> so, Sounds like uh, you know, the people in the film weren't the only ones having a drink or two there. Right? Well, it is a rock band. I'm just going to leave it right there. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Well, the other song uh, that's in the film that uh, I like to play is We Are Alive. Interesting song for a slasher film which is very direct both musically and lyrically. So I'm going to play uh, a minute here of We Are Alive. Like I said, um, it's an interesting choice of a of a song for a, a slasher film. Um, it sounds actually it it sounds more like a political critique. Uh, does "We Are Alive" sort of boil down your personal determination and that of the band to keep going and succeed? There's a lot of that in there. I do know from talking to Alfred about that one in particular. That was, and I, I can feel comfortable saying this now. Um, that was a former employer. <laughs> let's just let's just put it right out there. Okay. <laughs> so there you have it. Somebody upset him, and he went, "Okay, here we go." <laughs> you know, I, I think since since the beginning of music, um, breakups and former employers have always been the source of the best material. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, when you let the pain in, you know, that's that's when you get the best stuff. <laughs> okay, all right, okay. <laughs> um, let me ask you a, a little bit about the, the way the band works. Obviously, each one of you is very accomplished mu- musician. The, the the bass line in um, uh, the previous song, Spell, just says, whoa, this, this person just doesn't sit back there and go, dum 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 this is the real artist. And your guitar lines and the writing is beautiful. And like I said, Bam Bam's drumming is so sophisticated, it sounds simple. And that's coming from somebody who, who plays percussion. Uh, have, have you kind of gotten better and better and better and better as, as the band has moved ahead? And as you've gotten better, have you worked better together or has that made it a little more difficult? Everybody wants to be a prima donna. 
No, I mean, the first thing's first. We, you know, everyone's sole purpose is to serve the song. I mean, you, you know, you're right. We can all play, and we, we recognize that we can play. I mean, nobody's sitting here saying they're virtuoso by any means. But whatever the song needs is what's whatever best serves the song. Now, part of that is because of the, the history of the band. I mean, we've been blessed to be in the studio with a Fred Corey from Cinderella, um, you know, with a Carlos Cavazzo from Rat and Quiet Riot or a Matt Thor who was bassist in Rough Cut. And then he was, a, you know, a Grammy nominated engineer. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of our recording, you know, mentors. Um, and so we took a lot of lessons learned there and then went into the studio out in Wildemar, California. And we went in there and did this on our own. We got to the mixing part of it. And we're sitting with James Rieger in Lake Elsinore, who, you know, is a veritable unknown too, but he's, he's helping us produce this. And it's a lot of the lessons learned and time spent with those guys who have, you know, as you've said, they, you know, they've kind of been to the top of the pile in, in the rock world. Um, and so we've taken those experiences and that's what's helped us learn how to write songs and, and craft what you're hearing now. And so if you're liking okay. it, that means we, we did a good job of learning. <laughs> uh, we've got some emails, uh, some more emails here. I've been wa- watching here. One of them is Lawrence in Portland and Lawrence wants to sort of extend the answer you just gave. He wants you to say, he wants you to answer, how has the band's music changed since you first recorded an album? We got very, I'll say, I say we got a little more modern in our production and the way we write is the way we write. And I'm, you know, when we usually write, uh, it usually starts with me creating something on guitar. Uh, then I go sit down with Brian and we work on arrangements after we get something that basically, you know, for three or four minutes resembles the start and stop of a song. Then we'll take it to Shane and Alfred and they'll add their parts to it. Now, for anybody that knows about the history of the band and, and for instance, the out of nowhere record that Carlos Cavazzo and, and Matt Thor produced, the differences stylistically between what's going on musically, instrumentation wise, between that album and this one, I give the credit to my brother because he wanted to go in a more modern guitar tone tuning kind of kind of and writing style, um, which I'll be the first to admit I was a little resistant to because you know, my heroes are, you know, we're in L.A. You know, you're in L.A., I'm in L.A. My, my heroes are George Lynch and Jake Ely and Warren Martini and, you know, guitar players like that. And and he was like, well, let's let's kind of take a listen to some more modern guitar player types and and see if we can incorporate some of that. So my mentality immediately went to, well, what happens if you put, you know, Warren Martini? not that I'm claiming to be him, but what happens if you put somebody of that, style in a nickelback <laughs> you know what what would that sound like what would happen if you know ozzy's guitar player joined you know creed or or you know ultra bridge so that's kind of at least at least that's the mentality behind what's created now if it comes across great if it doesn't then okay but at least that's what i was thinking when i did it <laughs> well it, it it comes across very much so and i've got to think about the the, the nickelback comment um we are almost out of time. I, I wanted to play 30 seconds of, of uh, 4th of July, however. It, it's, it's too good to pass up. Well, I was tempted to ask about who is the girl that uh, you walked the line for Johnny Cash style, but we don't have enough time, and I'm sure that's a long story. Um, <laughs> She'll be at the show Saturday. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Great. All right. Well, that, 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 that says it all right there. Uh, the melody lyric in there, the, the lines have kind of a musical pattern all, all of their own, and as you've said, that, that's, that's the way he writes. Um, uh, that seems to be your trademark, a uh, solid hard rock with lyrics that move with their own internal poetry. Uh, is that a good way to sort of boil the, the, uh, the band down? I love it. I think you, I think you're right. You're hitting the nail right on the head there. 
Okay, well, I'll send you my bill. Uh, DT, yeah. <laughs> we, are, we are out of time. Uh, let's remind our L.A. audience that you will be playing live tomorrow night at the PCH Club in Long Beach. You know what time you go on stage? We go on at 11.30. 11.30, which is early, of course, for hard rock bands. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. In the meantime, where should people go to get your music besides streaming it on Spotify? Where can they actually buy it? Um, you can go. Everything is on social media is Swirl the Band. I mean, you know, the, the MySpace okay. actually is Swirl. I take that back. But, you know, like your your Facebook is Facebook.com slash Swirl the Band. Twitter, Swirl the Band. Instagram, Swirl the Band. I think you get where we're going okay. with this. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Okay. So it kind of corners the market on it all. <laughs> go to social media and look up Swirl the Band. Well, DT, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. And I know it's going to be a great show uh, tomorrow night and uh, really appreciate your music. Thank you so much for having us. Appreciate it. DT Dwayne Jones of the band Swirl, that's Swirl the Band, on uh, social media. If you are in Southern California and you love hard rock, see them Saturday night at the PCH Club in Long Beach. Check out their website at www.swirltheband.com. Follow them on social media. Well, we got to take a, a quick break right now and uh, talk and let our, uh, our broadcast host, World Arts, tell you all about themselves. Don't go away. World Arts brings the entire music world together on one global stage. We give artists the tools to sell and license their music, interact with industry pros, and play live to a whole new audience. Wherever they are on their journey, we want artists to get paid for what they create. At World Arts, fans can discover new songs, get exclusive rewards, and crowdfund projects for artists. Brands can offer opportunities for artists to create original content that fans can instantly vote on and share. World Arts is the global music platform where we can all rise above the noise. Take your career to the next level. Discover new artists. At World Arts, it's all about the music. And just like Music Friday Live, we're all about the music. We are members of the uh, the World Arts platform. It's free. You should be, too. Go to worldarts.com and sign up, and all of a sudden you'll find yourself in a, a brand new world of music. Well, we are about to talk to a wonderful singer, songwriter, musician. But before we do that, we do have to take a little trip to Mexico. You didn't know you were going to go to Mexico, but we are going to go to Mexico. So just kick back and listen. Just two hours south of the California border lies the enchanting seaside town of San Felipe, Baja, California, where friendly people, warm waters, and a relaxing vacation awaits. And it all starts at www.mysanfelipevacation.com. Whether you choose to golf on the 18-hole championship course overlooking the Sea of Cortez with friends, enjoy a romantic weekend for two on the beach, or take the whole family for a fun-filled weekend of shopping and activities, you'll be sure to find just the right accommodations at MySanFelipeVacation.com. So what are you waiting for? Isn't it time you got away? Visit www.MySanFelipeVacation.com today. That's www.mysanfelipevacation.com. See you in San Felipe. And you will see me in San Felipe because I'm looking forward to going down there too. And when I get down there, I'm going to try and get a voice like that. <laughs> but anyway, when you go to mysanfelipevacation.com, don't forget to put in the discount code MFLA5, and that will give you a 5% discount on all your accommodations on San Felipe, La Hacienda Beach, or the El Dorado Ranch. So come on down for a weekend or even a week's getaway on the Sea of Cortez. You'll love it. Well, Maggie McClure's music just makes you feel good. It just makes me feel good. Whether it's the Cowgirl Stomp score uh, to the uh, the film A Cowgirl Story or her, her third album Time Moves On that lays out what it took to come from a small town in Oklahoma and succeed in the nation's music capital or it's the, the raft of new singles she's just released this year or 
it's the way she entertains audiences in over a thousand shows across the country. Listening to Maggie McClure just makes you feel good, which is not to say her songs lack depth. They don't. From the hurt of homesickness to the joy of returning home to what it takes to be a woman in a male business in a competitive town, there's plenty to chew on in her lyrics. But while you're chewing, she has a knack of making them taste good. So whatever the flavor, I've listened to her music all this week, and I am still humming the, the hooks and the bars from her, her songs. But even better, I get a chance to talk to her right now, and so do you, because here she is. Maggie McClure, welcome to Music Friday Live. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Well, first of all, I understand that as we speak, you are setting up for a gig. Tell us about it. Where are you? Yeah, I am in Glendale, California right now, um, about to play a show for the Glendale Arts um, down on Brand Avenue um, in the courtyard around 400 North Brand um, for with Shane Henry. And for the 10 people in the country who don't know who Shane Henry is, he is a... Uh, <laughs> Very hot singer, songwriter, blues pop guitarist uh, who has toured with Etta James and Buddy Guy and played the Hollywood Bowl and the Madison, in Madison Square Gardens. He has a new uh, album release coming out, um, and he also was a very smart man because he married you. Is that right? <laughs> that is right. <laughs> right. Uh, the, uh, the album release is actually going to be, what, this Friday at the Hotel Cafe? Is that correct? Yeah, uh, this coming Friday, um, the 28th at the Hotel Cafe at 9 o'clock, he's playing the album release show, and I will be sitting in on some vocals, so it's going to be fun. Yay, okay. Well, for our listeners in Southern California, the Hotel Cafe, the legendary Hotel Cafe, is in Hollywood. It's on Coinga between Hollywood Boulevard and Sunset. Get there early. People line up or actually get your tickets online uh, in advance, and this will be a, uh, a unique opportunity to, to, to see Maggie uh, in, uh, in Los Angeles before she takes off on her tour, but also to see Shane, too. So that's this Friday at Hotel Cafe. But let's now talk about your music. You have been releasing singles for these past two months. You've released Do It All Again and Be Right Here for You and Coming Home. Have these songs mm-hmm. kind of been in a vault? for a while or have you been writing and recording furiously in the past three months? You know, I, um, I've been writing a lot since my last album that I released time moves on in 2014. And I've just had a bunch of songs in the vault and, um, about a year ago made a trip out to Nashville and went into the studio with my friend and co-writer producer, Stephen Goss. And, you know, I just wanted to record some songs and, and try a different approach and see how, how it would go by releasing some new singles. And um, what really helped me decide which ones to release was the fact that Be Right Here For You and Coming Home were both uh, selected to be featured in the feature film A Cowgirl Story. So um, I knew that I had wow. to get those out and do it all again. I also love. And I have some more singles that I'll probably be releasing soon and uh, I'm thinking about putting an EP out as well. So. Wow. You're a busy girl. Well, let's, um, hey. let's listen to, to one of those uh, new songs. Uh, and then, and then I want to listen to one of the older songs. So our audience can get a chance to hear uh, the difference. This is a uh, play right here for you. Be right here. here for you. Now I want to play uh, the more recent song, and this is Closer Than 
before. seems a little more dense than your new singles. Uh, even the up-tempo songs, like Closer Than Before, feel a touch mm-hmm. more monochromatic than Do It Again or Coming Home. Has Was there a change in your life um, between those songs? Or am I just hearing things? You know, um, I really just wanted... There's a lot of music that is so serious, and I just, you know felt like I needed to do something just a little bit more um, lighthearted, but still have substance and um, just be, you know, a positive um, encouragement to people. And not that my other music is not, but I hope it is, but I just really wanted to do something a little bit more lighthearted and fun. And um, so that's what I was going for with Be Right Here For You coming home and do it all again and just having a a very familiar um, positive vibe with those new songs well it worked Uh, in fact uh, in um, be right here for you 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 sing uh, every day is a brand new day which is an optimism that uh, um, I love to hear but it also seems to be kind of the story of your life moving to a new city and new friends and a thousand shows I, I take it you like new challenges Yes, I do. And whenever there is a challenge, I always figure a way to uh, find a way to figure it out. I don't take no for an answer. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I talked to a lot of artists who, who come to Los Angeles from all over, from New York and from London and Nashville and Canada, et cetera, sometimes for mm-hmm. personal reasons, uh, sometimes musical. Uh, what brought you to L.A.? Well, you know, um, I grew up in Oklahoma. I went to college in Oklahoma and got a music business degree. And right after that, did a lot of touring. And I, I've seen a lot of the country. I've spent a lot of time in Nashville and thought about going there. Um, but I thought, you know what, if I'm going to move away from my home and my family, um, I'm just going to go for it and I'm going to go to LA because there's so many opportunities there, not just in the music business, but also in the movie business. And, um, you know, it's been amazing to see what kind of opportunities have opened up for me since moving to LA. Well, speaking of the movie business and TV industry, it it has been very good to you and vice versa. So I want to play a a song of yours that's used in uh, the film A Cowgirl's Story. This is Cowgirl Stomp. Listen up, everybody. We're going to do a little thing called The Cowgirl Stomp. Goes like this. That's about as good a country line dance song as I've ever heard. I mean, that really gets you up and moving. Um, And 
Thank you. You were actually in the film singing it, weren't you? Yes, that's right. Um, Exactly a year ago, the writer and director of the film um, called me and said, Maggie, I want you to write this song with me and record it and then be in the movie performing it. Are you up for it? And I said, "Uh, yeah. So this is my (laughs) first like real country song. And it was a blast, such an honor. And the movie just came out on DVD at Walmart and it's on iTunes and Amazon. It just came out this week. So it's pretty exciting. It's called A Cowgirl Story. Everybody should uh, take a look at it and uh, get yourself a copy of of A Cowgirl Story. And you can actually see our guest, see Maggie up there playing and having a great time. Uh, did, Did you get bit by the movie bug? You want to do some more of that stuff? Yes, I did. I did. And uh, I've done some TV. Um, I've been on the middle on ABC the past year or two, and it's been a blast. And yes, I definitely am going out on auditions and, and looking for the next opportunity for me to be on camera, for sure. You know, in uh, uh, Cowgirl Story, I love the, the casting for that particular scene, um, especially the, the diversity in the dancers, including uh, a presumably a Muslim girl in a, in a hijab uh, in the line dance. Mm-hmm. I think you only see that in L.A., <laughs> right? We have, some, yeah. we have some email here for you. And, and before we get to it, let me just make uh, the, uh, the announcement. We are talking with Maggie McClure about her new songs, her tour, and, and Oklahoma, and her television career, and her being in movies. You can talk with her, too. You can uh, call in if you're not at work, and, and uh, you can call in at 347-215-7511, or you can email in at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And let's go to some of those emails here. This is from uh, Trudy in Ventura, and Trudy says, you're going to be here. Yay! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Tell us when and where. Oh, awesome. Yeah, um, I, Shane Henry and I will be playing an acoustic show at Grapes and Hops in Ventura on April 30th, so coming up at uh, 3 o'clock, I believe. It's an afternoon show, so it's going to be fun. Yeah, I'll say. Uh, Rhonda yeah. in, in Hollywood wants to know, how do you and Shane manage two successful careers, and do you have any children? It is a challenge, I will say, but, um, you know, every day is a new day and, you know, we never know what's going to happen. Our life is so crazy and unpredictable. Um, So needless to say, no, we do not have kids um, yet someday, (laughs) but not right now. Um, But yeah, every day um, we're working on our careers and managing them and trying to keep up and keep everything going. It's definitely a very busy season for us right now with Shane's album release and my release of the singles and the movie coming out in our tour. So it's a very exciting time. I'll say, and probably one in which you have to check your, your, your schedules daily for each other. Yes. Um, Hector in Dallas wants to know, um, what did your family think of you moving off to Hollywood and getting into music and movies? Well, um, I have an amazing family, and they've always been so supportive of me and my career. And, uh, you know, I had come out to L.A. many, many times um, for different reasons, for writing sessions or recording sessions or conferences or performances. So I'd been coming out to L.A. for years before I decided uh, that I wanted to move here. Um, but thankfully I have, you know, an amazing family who is very supportive. And so they were, of course, you know, sad that I was leaving, but very excited for me. And, uh, so I'm very thankful for that. And also I should add that, um, we'll be playing at the profit bar in Dallas on May 12th. So, um, we'll be stopping there on our tour. So, uh, would love to see him there. All right, Hector, you got that. It's the Profit Bar on May 12th. So uh, go to the show, introduce yourself, and and uh, you get you get to see Maggie live. Well, speaking of yeah. um, uh, touring, because I know that that one of the places that you're several of the places that you're you're going to 
be in your tour are back in Oklahoma. So uh, we should uh, talk a little bit about uh, coming home. But before we talk about it, um, you've got a song there called Coming Home. So why don't we, this is one of the, the singles that you've released. And it's also the closing song in the film. So here it is. You're going to be starting a tour uh, coming up uh, at uh, Grapes and Hops in, in, in Ventura. And then you're going to stop in Arizona and Texas. Hector, remember that, Texas. And then uh, you go straight to Oklahoma. Are you going to be coming home or visiting or mixed feelings? Yeah, I'm so excited to come home. Um, we're playing an, in Oklahoma City May 19th at VZD's. And uh, really excited about that show and very excited to visit family and friends and be home. Um, uh, yeah, I'm just really excited to be there. It's going to be fun. And uh, Shane's from uh, Oklahoma, too. Isn't he from uh, Oklahoma City? He is. From Norman? Yeah. Okay. He's, from, yeah. he's from a small, very small town called Verdon, Oklahoma. Uh-huh. A really small town. He grew up on a farm and... Uh, yeah, and I grew up in Norman, Oklahoma. Did you guys meet in Oklahoma or in Los Angeles? We met in Oklahoma when I was 16 and he was 20, and I opened up a show for him in wow. many years before we started dating. Uh, which brings me to uh, another one of the emails, and this is from Lucas in Washington, D.C., and Lucas wants to know, what's it like? being on stage with your husband do you ever argue about who does what beforehand or criticize each other afterwards you know it is it is such a blessing to be able to do what we both love together Um, it's really really special and on stage you know it's just so it means so much to be able to share it with each other Um, now not to say we don't have our moments you know of course there's going to be things that we argue about or just, you know, overall okay. the pos- positives much outweigh the negatives. Well, good. All right. That, that makes for a, a, a long, strong musical marriage. Well, you have worked yeah. with another Oklahoma musician, Graham Colton, and uh, the song there is Do It All Again. So why don't we play a little bit of that and then uh, talk a little bit about it. Uh, 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 What a great song. And, I, you know, from the from the moment it begins, that is a great song. It's the kind of song that makes me get up and dance in the studio. And, and I'm sure everybody else out there is dancing, too. Did you write that song? Thank you. Yes, uh, I wrote that song with Graham Colton. And what what part did he play in that? Because that's mostly you in there, at least it sounds like it. Yeah, so we wrote the song together, and then he's singing um, background vocals on it. So that's him. That's his voice in the background. 
and uh, I believe he may have played acoustic guitar on that as well, and uh, we recorded the song together in his studio in Oklahoma City. Uh-huh. Okay, and I know that he was on hiatus for a while while he and his wife had their second child um, after he released his album Lonely One. Did you talk him into collaborating, getting back in the studio, or, or did was that already going on? Yeah, you know, I I saw that he had been uh, recording and releasing singles with other people. And so, um, you know, I was in town and I approached him about it and we've played shows together and are, you know, uh, friends. So I just said, hey, you want to get together and do a song, see what happens? And he said, okay, let's do it. So uh, I'd say it turned out pretty well. (laughs) It was a blast. It certainly did. And you know what else turned out pretty well is all the music on the on the soundtrack for uh, the film. Uh, and and that's, the soundtrack's uh, coming out now, or is, it, or is it out already? Yeah, it just came out on Tuesday for A Cowgirl Story on iTunes and Amazon and Spotify and all that. So I have five songs on the soundtrack, which is a huge honor. And, and a lot of fun, too, I'm sure. So people should go check it out. It's called like sound, uh, A Cowgirl Story, and it's got five songs in it. You've heard four of them here today, and uh, this is a good way for you to keep those in, in your own collection and listen to them whenever you want to. And, you know, I always recommend that you go to – that you buy the music rather than just streaming it because, I mean, even, even uh, uh, Spotify is not making money, so you can imagine that it doesn't really help the musicians too much. So go to iTunes and buy it. Well – with over a thousand shows under your belt, multiple albums, new singles, a new tour coming up, a gig in a few minutes. <laughs> I, I know you're busy, so I, I really appreciate that you spending uh, some of your time uh, with us today. Thank you so much for being here with us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, you're you're a lot of fun, and and I want to make sure that that we uh, let everybody know about the tour that's coming up. You're you're going to be in Ventura, and then you're going to Arizona, and then to Texas, and then to Oklahoma. Am I getting it all right? You are. You are. And we're working on a Nashville date as well, so hopefully that'll come through. And uh, there's some other dates in the works, too. So, yeah, everyone can stay on uh, posted on my website. It's just my name, MaggieMcClure.com. That's the best way to keep in touch and, of course, I'm on all the social uh, networks as well. Uh, we just got an email in from Rinaldi in Hollywood, and he's saying, but when do we get to see you here in Los Angeles? I know. I just played at the Hotel Cafe on Saturday. So um, that was my big show for the moment. But I, I'm going to be booking another one soon. So definitely um, – visit my website and you can sign up on the email list and keep in touch that way. And I'll let you know when I'll be playing my next show in Hollywood, which will hopefully be sooner than later. Okay. All right. Everybody should, should sign up on your email list. Maggie McClure, as she said, you can follow her at MaggieMcClure.com. You can download her music from iTunes, download it, stream her on Spotify, if that's, that's your favorite way of doing it. But it's always best to have her music in your collections. Check out her tour schedule and do watch the YouTube video of Cowgirl Stomp. It's a, it's a lot of fun. And also, there she is in, uh, on, on the big screen, or actually, if it's on your computer, on the the middle size screen. It will have you up in line dancing. Plus, you can hear Maggie singing on ABC Family Freeform's The Mistletones, as well as on Walt Disney's Violetta, which is now airing worldwide on the Disney Channel. So you got plenty of opportunity to see her. Well, you've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from the Cyber Station USA Network, from the Blog Talk Radio Network, and our radio affiliates. If you go to our Facebook page, like us, you can follow our guests lineup on Facebook and you'll get real-time updates on our guests. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Angeline Serrano, who has her own radio show now. You go, girl. You can download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com or on iTunes. Tune in next week. Amanda Campbell is coming back next week. We're going to have a full interview with her. You can find out about the transition 
or I should say the parallel paths she's taking of a solo career while she's in the, the band, The Strands. You heard one of her solo songs now. We'll have some more next week. So tune in next week. We're also going to have two more guests. They're going to be surprises. One of them is going to be really a surprise, too. So uh, watch the Facebook page and the Twitter feed. Um, Check out, like I said, make sure to check out the Twitter stream because that's where we post it first. Uh, In the meantime, good night, everybody. Good afternoon, everybody, and have a great musical weekend. And we're going to leave you a little bit with Coming Home by Maggie. (laughs) 